What's up guys? This is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about creating an epic life on your terms. And today we're talking about INFJ procrastination, how to stop procrastinating specifically during lockdown. And we all know INFJs are known to procrastinate, which I in itself don't find to be true. But we're gonna tackle today why we think we're procrastinating, what we can do to actually be productive and not busy, and how to use the lockdown period to finally address procrastination and to beat it once and for all. Before we get started, I want to remind you if you want to take the next step and you want my help in it, then join the bootcamp or work with me privately. So let's talk about INFJs and procrastination. There's a reason why so many people, including INFJs, believe that INFJs always procrastinate. And that's the fact that we love to contemplate. We love to sit down, we love to think about things, and we're not the busy type. But that's the difference between being busy and being productive. There are a lot of people who are busy, but that doesn't mean that they're productive. Other people might feel their time with doing any kind of task that just looks like they're being productive but actually they're just keeping busy and just because we're not doing that it doesn't mean that we're not productive but they are or that we procrastinate and they don't so I really don't feel that INFJs in general procrastinate more it just looks like this because the productive part of our day is much more obvious than if you look at somebody who's busy all the time who fills up their day but in the end is at the exact same spot where they have started so please first and foremost let's start with that because once you understand that there is no reason why you should procrastinate more than other people we get to tap into what is causing us to procrastinate why are we sitting in front of the TV for hours or we scroll through our Instagram or through YouTube you all have heard that during lockdown Netflix as well as YouTube have lowered their quality because it's just not possible to give everybody the highest definition possible because there are just so many people online so we're currently in a situation where we have so many opportunities to procrastinate even more. So what is the reason that so many INFJs procrastinate now particularly, but also in the times before? It's because we don't have that external stimulation that tells us now go do something. Most of us, we get up in the morning if we know we have to be at work at nine o'clock because this is what society expects of us. This is what we know we have to do in order not to face any kind of sanctions. It may be financial sanctions or social sanctions. If we do the thing that looks good, Nobody's telling us, oh, you're not taking care of yourself or your life is not in order. For example, let's say you're at a job that looks great on paper. People see that and they say, wow, you're doing such a great job because you're going to that job, but you know yourself, I'm wasting my time here. This is not where my gifts really get to shine, but this is probably not the place where I'm not being productive because there's so many things attached to that that make me wake up in the morning, that make me go to work. But when it comes to the things that really improve our life, most of the time people are not gonna see it. It's not that anybody is gonna give you any kind of sanction because you're not going forward into the direction you want your life to be at. When we talk about procrastination, it's never about, oh, you didn't get up and watch those 10 episodes of that series. We always talk about procrastination when it comes to things that would improve our life, that will help us to live that epic life on our terms. It could be something like working out, but it could also be something like writing on your novel or recording that YouTube video or writing more applications for a job where you are being valued more. These are the things that really are meant to be done. And these 
these are the things we procrastinate. And also these are the things that we feel guilty for not doing. If you would procrastinate all day long and you would sit in front of the TV and you would feel great about it, first off, you wouldn't be watching this video. And second of all, you would enjoy yourself. There would be no problem in it. I mean, now is the time if we say I'm doing my part to making society better by staying at home and watching TV all day. If that makes you feel good, great like use that time. But most of us have gotten to a point where we've done it for a couple of days and now we know, okay, now I need to change something because this in itself doesn't satisfy me. If I were going to work, then there's always this impression that I'm being productive, right? Because I'm going to work, I'm doing my task, I do everything that society wants of me. But now when we're home, it gets so obvious that we're not sticking up for ourselves. See, I've been working from home for the last two years and I can tell you it has been a transition because from one day to the other, every single day had to be under my control. I had to create that self-discipline to get up, to start fighting for myself, to make it happen. And of course, in a lot of ways, it was more helpful that I quit my job because I was forced to work for myself to make it happen in order to have enough income in my life. But still, I had to learn it. I had to learn how to prioritize my future self for the current version of myself. I had to discipline myself to make sure that one year from now, I'm going to be so much closer to the version of myself I want to be. And that has a lot to do with self-love. And now when we're in lockdown, we can't run from that feeling anymore. There is not job keeping us busy. There aren't our kids or any kind of friends that we think we have to meet or tasks that others have given us. We are self-reliant. So I want to share with you some great tactics that you as an INFJ specifically can use during this time to up Optimize your daily habits and your daily tasks so you know that you're moving forward. I don't want any of you to be busy. The last thing you would ever hear me say is you have to work harder because most of the time this is not the answer. The reason why we don't want to do things is because we feel the thing that I have to do is so much work. Why even start? It's not worth it. I hate doing even a little bit of that thing. Why should I be doing more? So for example, let's say you really dislike your job. Why would you sit down and write an application for for a job where you would get more money, but you probably would hate that job even more because you already know in your heart, this kind of work is not for you. So why would I put some energy into something that generates even more pain? Another thing that happens very often is that we feel we're not being good enough to start with. We feel so guilty about the fact that we're not doing everything that is necessary that we say, why even start? I'm going to feel like a failure no matter what. And that is something that happens to so many INFJs particularly because we think about everything that we're doing. We keep telling ourselves, so what if I get up today and I actually am able to write an entire page for my book, I would still feel like a failure because I know this is not the entire book. I know this is not what I'm supposed to do. I know that by now I should have been able to written five books and I haven't done anything. And because we're so aware of it, we say, why even start? And let's not forget about the fact that we think if I start doing this and I don't see any results, what if my book is not good enough? Why should I start a YouTube channel when barely anybody watches my videos? Why should I apply for this job when they're not going to take me anyways? Those are all the reasons why we stay stuck and why we feel we're procrastinating. So you could say, why even bother then? Why even try when we know those are not the things we want to do? You're right. 
you probably shouldn't. But there's still something that makes you feel uncomfortable. If you know that the way you approach this job is not making you happy, you don't like the process of writing that application, you don't like the process of working at that company, you don't like the people there, then you're right, you probably shouldn't apply for this job. If you feel like the only reason why I'm writing this book is because I have the hope that I'm gonna be a famous writer and if I'm not, then I would have wasted my time. If that's the way you approach it, you're right, you shouldn't do it. Because all of those reasons that we have for not moving forward, there are smart reasons. It's not like our mind wants to hurt us. It just makes some conclusion. It recognizes what the chances are of this working out. And we also feel it takes too long. So why even try? But then you sit on the couch and watch TV for five hours or you scroll through your Instagram and you say, I'm just gonna continue how I always have. Okay, now we're in lockdown, but at some point this is going to be over and I'm gonna go back to work and everything is gonna go back to normal. But there's still this thing going on in your mind. There's still a reason why you're not satisfied with what's going on. And that is because you're procrastinating on building your life. Because you're procrastinating on becoming the person you wanna be. If we do these things that we talked about, let's say applying for another job or decluttering our house or starting to work out or writing that book only because of the things that the result could bring us, we're always gonna stop. There is no reason to do it. Our mind is smart enough to know this. So how are we gonna fix this? How are we finally gonna start feeling better with ourselves? How are we finally gonna feel like we have stopped procrastinating and we make progress in the things that matter to us? Because I can tell you this, I have been procrastinating all my life. Everything looked great on paper. If people would look into my life from the outside, it looked like I took care of everything. I went to school, I had a good job, my friends were there, I had a healthy relationship with my parents, all is great. But I know that's not how I felt inside. I knew that I was procrastinating. I knew that I wasn't tapping into my potential. And then I realized there are actually two things that make the difference. Two things that I learned the last years that changed my life completely. And the first one is you don't do it because of the result. You do it because of the person you become in the process. And the second one is that you start super duper small. And I mean as small as you can only imagine. It's such a small progress that people from the outside wouldn't think you're being productive. You probably in the beginning wouldn't be productive, but it leads to success stories. It makes us feel like we're expanding our energy. We feel like I have set this task for myself. I have made that promise to myself and I kept it. And with that, you start creating a completely new mindset for yourself. Because mindset is not the most important thing we need to conquer in order to have that epic life on our terms. It's the only thing we have to master. Everything else we can learn. We can learn how to write better through practices, through going to workshops. We would learn how to get that job that we definitely love. But how often have you looked at a job description and said, this is the perfect job for me. I want this. And I just have to do the four tasks that are necessary in order to have the prerequisites to do that. We don't even get there because our mindset will keep us looking at the jobs that don't satisfy us in the first place. Our mindset keeps telling ourselves that we're probably not going to be successful with that book so why even start and the list goes on and on so we have to master those two aspects of our mindset in order to stop procrastinating small steps 
that lead to success stories that through that lead to us taking a bigger step and mastering that as well. And second of all, doing it because of the person we become in the process. When I started this channel, it wasn't that I pushed myself and I said, you have to work more. You have to do even three videos a week and four and five and the list goes on and on. These things wouldn't happen. I know I couldn't keep up with them. And I also knew if I said, I'm going to do that because this thing will make me enough money so I can quit my job. I will never stick with it because I didn't know how long it's going to take. I knew maybe in 15, 20 years, this could be something I could work with. Maybe in 10 years, if like I was really, really lucky, but there was no way I expected this to be something I could live off and that would generate even a bigger income for me after five years of starting. I had no idea and I can guarantee you it wouldn't have kept me going. The reason why I did this is because this is my vocation. I love to help people. I love to empower people. I want to be an inspiration for people so they feel they can do it too. This is what really energized me. And I added this to my life without any expectations. In the beginning, it was me giving back. This is what was missing in my life. This is who I wanted to be. I wanted to know that I'm taking charge of my life. And the moment I started doing this, the procrastination stopped. I knew that I'm not doing it for an end result. I did it because every single night when I was able to do something for this channel, I went to bed knowing that I was proud of myself because I was becoming somebody I wanted to be. It wasn't about being a successful YouTuber. It was about becoming somebody who loves herself enough and respects herself enough to do these things. And the same thing happened when it came to working out. I didn't do it to lose five more pounds. I didn't do it in order to get super fit. I did it because I wanted to know that I'm taking care of my health. I'm taking care of my energy. I wanted to have that much more energy in order to be able to put it into my business, into my vocation, into my passions and live that exciting life. These are the things we shouldn't be procrastinating on. These are the things that really matter. And it's not about doing all the things. It's about doing the right things. You know, when you're a writer, not when you have written those 400 pages and you've sent them on to a publication and they have made it public. And then you have a book in your hand and you could say you're an author. You're an author at the moment that you know you are one. And when do you feel like you are one? You feel you are an author when you sit down every day and you write. That is what makes us feel good. It's about knowing that I'm on my way. It wasn't that I felt good about myself the first time I was making more money through this than through my old job. It was a nice side effect. I was really excited about it, but it wasn't a better feeling than the first time I sat down and I made a video. The moment you start focusing on who you want to be and not on what you want to achieve, you will stop procrastinating. You will get excited about that process. Fighting for ourselves. That is what makes us feel good about ourselves. That is what makes our mind shut up about not doing something that is good for us. It's not the end result because there is no end result. This is a growth process. And once I understood this, I also knew that it doesn't matter if I fly, if I walk, if I crawl, it matters that I move forward. And because I knew that I was willing to start so small, I was willing to get excited and to feel proud of myself because I got ready in the morning on a Sunday so I could record my videos after having worked 40, 50 hours that week. That is the thing that made me feel excited. And it wasn't that it was so much hard work. It really wasn't. Most of the things we want to do in our life, they don't need that much of hard work. No, it's mental clutter that keeps us stuck where we're at. 
And it takes energy to step out of the norm and do something that will improve our lives. It takes energy to write an application when you know you have a secure job, but it just isn't the thing that fulfills your soul. It's hard work mentally to overcome that resistance. And that is why I'm so proud of myself when I'm able to do that first step. So if you're writing an application, instead of telling yourself, I'm such a loser, why can I write this? I have such resistance coming up to this. I don't even want to sit down. And when I sit down, I can only write two little paragraphs and that's it. And then I want to stop. So why even try? And the list goes on and on. And you just keep telling yourself these stories and you make yourself feel even worse. When in the end, it's time you are kind to yourself. It's time to understand that yes, it takes energy. It's not about the time. It's about the energy that you need to put into something to step out of the default. And that is not easy work. That is the thing that makes us feel productive. So I now tell every of my clients who are going through an application process, for example, today, take a picture. The next day, let's write that first paragraph. The next day, the other paragraph. If it takes you one week to write this and every single time you sit down and you work for only five minutes, you have won. Because after a week, you'll have that resume done. When others might be ready with it in an hour and you need a week, who cares? Because the alternative is that you don't start in the first place because you feel it takes so long. So you keep staying at the old job, you come back home, you feel exhausted, you procrastinate, you just waste your time. And now that we're in lockdown, it becomes even more evident of all the things we have neglected of doing for ourselves. It's about those small steps because once you've overcome this resistance of writing that application and it was so hard and so draining for you, after a week, it will be done. And then next time you have a task, it will be that much easier because this as well is an exponential curve. Every single time you're able to overcome a resistance, you know that it can be easier. You know that you can be so much better at this. If you don't put those high expectations up for yourself, it's about understanding that all we want to do is move forward in a direction that matters to us. It's not about doing what we think society wants from us or what our parents want from us or the thing that will make us look like we're being productive. The only thing that matters is that you feel productive, that you are moving in a direction of where you want your life to be. That is the only thing that matters. And when you've recognized that, you're way more willing to start small and become the person you want on a daily basis. Slow and steady wins the race, guys. So use that time in lockdown to overcome your resistance. No matter how small the task is, once you've done it, you'll feel better about yourself. So if you watch TV for an entire week straight and now you say on one day of those seven days, I will sit down and I'll do something for five minutes, you've already made progress because the next week you'll be able to do an hour and the week after that it will be three hours and the list goes on and on and you'll see if you set those small goals and you're able to crush them it feels so good that next time you take on more and you can crush even that because we get positively addicted to growth we get positively addicted to becoming a person we are proud of and you'll see how you less and less care if the choices you've made look good from the outside if the choices you've made seem like you've done all this work from the outside or it may look like you're barely doing anything. You know 
that you're being productive. You know that you're tapping into your gifts and into your potential. So today is the day to tackle procrastination and to stop expecting of yourself, to stop procrastinating all at once. It's about those 1% improvements you do every single week that will catapult your life into a new sphere that you never thought possible. And remember, if you want my help in this process, then join the bootcamp or work with me privately, all the information you find below. And if you want to watch another video now that is in line with today's topic, watch the video on INFJ burnout because taking procrastination head on and doing those small steps is the greatest way to avoid burnout in the first place. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I talk to you next time. Bye.